We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Hey, Steve. <laughs> oh, there he is. I forgot he was back. Sorry, my fault. What's up? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Whoa. I just had a weird encounter that I don't have often. Wow. I just smelled my breath. How was it? Well, not good. Really? Not good. Is it coffee breath? Oh, there's some coffee in there. Thanks for asking. There's uh, there's a protein shake in there. Oh. And uh, there's also half of a of a breakfast sandwich, an egg sandwich from Dallas. Okay, great. Can can we talk about protein shakes for a second? Absolutely, because you've noticed what's happening to my body as I am in mid metamorphosis right now, turning into a demigod. Continue. Why does it smell so bad? Like the protein, like, you know, the shaky, the shaker? Mm hmm. Yeah. You can't get that stink out of there. If like, you leave it for more than 10 minutes, it starts to take awful. on this terrible smell. Yeah. It's so bad. And we're ingesting that. Oh, for, for lean muscle we, growth, right? Why are we doing that? You know, everything inside of our body smells. Who cares, right? I, I, We're only drinking it. We're not drinking it because it's like, you know what I could go for? A real a tasty protein shake would be great right do now. Do babies smell when they're born? You can't do, Rephrase the question. Can, do they have a sense of smell? Or no, do they do stink? No, do they stink? Do they smell weird? No, like, they smell like, like a little... Like blood and insides and... Oh, my no, God. No, I mean, well, first of all, you don't they sniff them... them off. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they don't hand the, the, the blood-covered baby to you. Maybe I should ask a nurse the or question. Or placenta cover. Or... They wipe them down and amazingly, they don't even do a soap scrub. Amazingly, once they wipe them down, you cut the umbilical cord and they hand you that little bundle, they instantly smell heavenly. And then what do you do? Do they get a bath while they're in the hospital? They do get a bath mm-hmm. while they're in the hospital. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then there's a, a whole thing. If they've been circumcised, oh, sweet Lord, welcome to a terrible two weeks of parenting as you have to put, you have to tend to the wound. A lot of petroleum jelly. So does it hurt when they pee? No. <laughs> so many questions. No, because the pee's know. coming out of a different spot. Like they just yeah, they just remove the... the hood from the sweatshirt. Got, okay, got it. But the pee's got coming it. out of a okay, different spot. Right. Oh boy. Okay. Just double checking. Um, okay. Um one more question. Absolutely. Steve, weren't you telling me that you don't like your belly button touch? Despise it. Okay. Hate it so badly. Thinking about it right now, it registers as like a high-pitched pain. Does that make any sense? My sister Tina is the same <gasps> way. You can't even get near no. or pretend like you're going to touch it, and she no. starts to shriek. No. And she said it's because she's premature. Oh. She was premature. I don't know. No. I hate it. It is such a terrible feeling. I despise it. 
And she's a baby nurse. You think she would know. Both of my sisters are. Oh, my God. Oh. We want to ask them about any of the joys and wonders of birth, labor oh, and delivery nurse. Oh, we can ask them. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Have you guys seen that that commercial about, um, it's like a, I think it's about a 60-second commercial. And it just starts with the voice of a woman. And she says, I was born during a quarantine. No. Have you seen this commercial? No. Oh, my gosh. I, have to, I now have to see if I can track it down. I was born during a quarantine. Okay. Oh, darn it. How long is this going to be? Oh, no. <laughs> it's a salute to mothers. These ones are like a minute and a half. I don't have that kind of time. You actually do. All right. Well, it's this woman who is... Um, oh, oh, wait a second, guys. If I got it, you're going to lose your minds. Yes, I have wow. it. What kind okay. of shows are you watching that you're getting these kind? Because everything I watch is all prescription pills. I know, I know. And we have cola guard. Don't I get know. me started again. We have a we have a whole thing that happens uh, that happens with that. Oh darn it! Okay. Like I didn't know who Papa John's was until someone told me. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've never seen a commercial with this guy before. Oh you, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, so you're not watching a lot of football. Sports, okay. right. Yeah. Don Schneider is Papa John. All right, Don. I'm he, his house is obnoxious, by the way. Has yeah, he done anything else on TikTok? Steve, you're supposed to be on that. How old that. is that guy? He's got to be in he's his gotta, 50s, he's right? He's got to be in his 50s, absolutely. This, uh, this commercial is um, says, For all new moms in quarantine, you're not alone. Visit our parents' support hub. It appears to have just... It's a Facebook commercial. Oh, yeah. But it starts with... There's a reveal at the end. And as the commercial goes on, what you'll hear, there are modern day images of quarantine life, and then there are throwback images. And I just think this is such a sweet commercial. Are we ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Here you go. Are you going to play it off your phone? No, I just... Oh, I'm sorry. I emailed it to you, Don. I'm sorry. I I should should actually say things out loud instead of just telepathically trusting (laughs) that we're all in the matrix together. Okay, here we go. I was born during a quarantine. I don't remember it, of course, but for my mother, it was a very difficult time. Hmm. She told me it was just you and me for many months. But she wasn't alone. Everybody tried to do what they could to help. But she was also a very strong person. And then it was over. We came out into a new world, my mother and me. We can get through this. We all have the strength to do it. I'm 100 years old. And you just take care of that little miracle. Every time, every time I see that, I'm like, this is just so stinking sweet. So this is the woman who you hear. Oh my god, that's so sweet. Was born in 1920 during the influenza pandemic, and so she is then voicing this, and her voice is just so lovely, and just it's just perfect. So then that reveal at the end of like, I was born then too, and just do what my mom did, just take care of that little bundle. Oh my gosh, I'm oh saying that God. to Alexis that right awesome? now. I... Oh, she'll weep. She oh will God. weep. Oh, God. And th- that woman looks amazing. I know. She oh, sounds Steve, great. What are you going to do this to us for? Wouldn't now you be mad if they up? were like, this was an actor? I'd be like, yeah. No, that would be, <laughs> be a tough blow. That would be a tough blow. <laughs> All right, I'll link this up for everybody. Okay. Link it up.
Oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? Yeah, we got to go now. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got a little weepy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. It's fine, Steve. I um, got weepy, too. That was very touching. Isn't it? And just her voice. Some people just have a voice of, I've lived a long life. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of things. And I, I can just tell you from the wisdom that you only get through living, let me tell you, it's going to be okay. When we come back, sorry. When we come back, we've got studies. This this really feels like Donna. I don't know why. I feel like you probably use excuses to get out of things a lot. (laughs) I could be off base on that. I just feel like I'm right. Uh, We've got the five most common excuses for getting out of something, and wait until you hear how many times we create excuses each year. Are these lies? These are excuses. Mm. They can be justified one way or another. We'll uh, see if any of these top Donna's list. Coming up after the break on my talk. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, what's up, Donna? Um, you strike me as a, I want to put this the right way so that it comes across as respectful, um, as flaky. I'm a little flaky. That's fair. <laughs> me too. That's fair. Okay. So with that, that means you, if you're a flaky person, you're creating excuses. You know, you know, oh, dang. Is that tonight? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but because. I don't forget dates. I no. mean, I don't forget, like, if I... I'm, I also feel guilty, so if I tell someone I'm going to do something, I am obsessed with doing it. Following through with what you promised? Yes. The, one of the four agreements. I yes. need to be dependable. Oh. That's a thing. Well. Well, you continue with your flaky comments. The I'm uh, for those flakes out there who have been in a situation where you're like, yeah, I, I never committed, but I said like, oh, yeah, this next Wednesday? Yeah, that sounds fun. Can I tell you the worst thing that I hate hearing? When people go, we talked about this. Why do you hate that? Because what does that mean? Just because you talk about something doesn't mean you committed to something or agreed to something. True. You might have mentioned it, but that doesn't mean I said I'd do it. Thank you. Yes, talking about it is different than committing to it. Yep. Thank you. Continue. The average person... Comes up with 2,190 excuses a year just to avoid doing stuff. You're thinking, Steve, that seems high. This is funny because Bradley Trainer just poked his head in. Because we I I haven't talked to Bradley in weeks. Isn't it nice? Or wait, no, no. no. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. We love Bradley. No, I love Bradley. And we used to, you know, we used to chat. And so he just poked his head in and we both said. I kind of like that I have to be home because now I don't need an excuse to tell people no. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everyone has an excuse until there's a vaccine. Right. That's the thing. We've all been granted a get-out-of-jail-free card. You know, I I just feel a little uneasy with all this and just the stress of it all. I mean, if you just mention that, that's a get-out-of-jail-free card. If you come up with six excuses throughout the course of a day to avoid doing stuff, that could look like a bunch of different things, that's how you get to 2,190 excuses a year. The five most common go-to excuses that we use. Um, my kid is sick. That's like not on with, the list. People with kids, I feel like, have yeah, it's awesome. an easier time with saying no. It's awesome. 
It is so awesome. I remember when we had our second kid too, because I worked with someone before who we had a kid and then this person would ask about getting together or something and I would just be like, kid. And at one point she was like, it's like one kid. It's not like, I mean, you still get away. And then I, I, I announced the pregnancy of my wife at work and I announced it internally thinking, now you have nothing on me. Now you can't get me out. Right. I stay home now. Until That's, they, until they why graduate. So, why do we have to have so many kids? Well, we have four, yeah. Yeah. Um, now people don't even approach it, right? the throne. Yeah, they they dare not even invite me to something. Uh, what are some of the excuses? I forgot is number five on the list. That's not a we good excuse. We talked about it. I forgot. Mm. What about it's too much of a hassle? You know, I just don't know. By the time there's traffic... And then the parking situation, I just, I, with the time that we have, I don't think I can do it, Karen. I'm sorry. Oh, no. What's up with Karen? Oh, Karen. Plus the Karens out there. Can yeah. I just say that? You think they get the brunt of it? I think Karens oh. and Judy's have quite a burden to Why bear. And, and Debbie's, because people say Debbie Downer. People get very oh, upset yeah. sure. about that. It's a Deborah. What about guys? How come guys don't get some, like, yeah, Carl, Bill? <laughs> You know, you don't hear the name Ralph often anymore. Oh, God. This is our baby. His name is Ralph. Please welcome. Welcome. We're so pleased to announce the <laughs> arrival of our new bundle, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to use Ralph as... Throw up. A, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a Ralph. A verb. Oh. Oh, yeah. well, how did I Ralph get worked into that? Oh, I'm going to Ralph. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, I'm going to Donna. That sucks for Ralph. Yeah, it's a, I'm gonna Donna. Oh, I got a Donna right now. Oh. Your bathroom, I have to Donna. <laughs> Meanwhile, have you ever known a Ralph? Have you ever known a Ralph? I should just stop it right there. Um, yes, I used to work with a Ralph at a pharmacy. He was a pharmacist. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, I could have sworn you were gonna say radio because it seems like wake up with Ralph. Check in with traffic. Ralph, how's it looking out there? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. No, he was a pharmacist. And he showed dogs. He showed um, uh, Rottweilers. Uh, there you go. Ralph the Rottweiler uh, shower. So we have I Forgot. It's too much of a hassle. Talking about the uh, top five most common excuses to get out of something. What about I don't have enough time? Ah, just busy. I'm just slammed this Ooh. week. I'm slammed. Sorry. I don't ever use that one. Because everyone would know I was lying. Here's one that Donna probably never uses, the number two excuse. What do you mean? I can't really afford it. Oh, I thought you meant number two, like I have to go number Oh, like two. I have to go Donna? Let's <laughs> oh, come back up, I'm a Ralph. I have to go Donna. It's either a Ralph or a Donna, I don't know. I gotta get to a bathroom. No, you can't say it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
that. Come on, I have Donna. To go, Donna, no. What about I, Drop? I okay. The equivalent to number two. Drop a Donna. <laughs> no. Come on. Donna, you know, you're being a little protective. I got to drop a Donna off in the pool. <laughs> okay. Lord in heaven. Oh. Uh, the number one excuse is I'm too tired. Yeah, that's a good one. That's worthy, that's, right? Yes, that's good. Oh, whose phone is making that that's noise? My no, that's my alarm that says I need to make sure that the, the music. Stuff. Okay. Oh. So for I have a million alarms. For Don, for that it just says, stay awake, don't fall asleep. You've been here since five. <laughs> right? Keep going. Probably Keep going. before then. What time do you get in? Uh, about between five and 5.15. Okay. Oh, wow. Lord in heaven. Shoot. I'd love you. I'd love you. <laughs> I, I don't miss those days. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, we're not being supportive, Donna. What oh. are we doing? Oh, Don, you are. You're crushing it. it. You oh, are so good oh, at what you oh, do. Guys, oh. thanks. Our uh, confessional is about to open. This week's question: How are you getting on your partner's nerves during quarantine, or vice versa? Hmm. Uh, let us know. We will absolve you of any of your misdoings. That's coming up on Donna and Steve on my talk. Let's do this. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. These are my confessions. On my talk, 107.1. Well, we don't want to divide any households here. But just an opportunity to blow a little steam. Mm -hmm. Donna and I would like to know... What's a way that your partner's been getting on your noives during quarantine? Hmm. We did ask you to keep it fun, no drama. We don't really like, we're not here to, here to counsel you. One time, Don, before you joined the show, mm. we did just a ask us anything, call in. It was like the Don and Steve helpline, or I forget what we called it. Yeah, that's something I don't enjoy. But... So we did it, and it was going fine the first couple. Ask and us then anything. No, please don't. The third question was legitimately had to do with. An interfamily extramarital affair, and it oh, was like, yeah, I remember uh, that. this is not funny anymore. Yeah, and we oh. we we are really not well equipped to counsel you well. That is a fact. Oh boy, Jack. we do have a caller on the line. Oh, Great. this is going to be a good one, guys. Uh, should we say her name or should we let she, her be anonymous? Uh, um, well, this is not her real name, so oh, I put perfect. in uh, Mary. Oh. Oh. Mary. Mary. <laughs> Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi. So, so um, mine's not as bad as an affair, thank God. Thank the Lord. Um, my husband would not quit playing video games oh, at no. all. Annoying. He, that's his way of socializing with all of his friends. Mm-hmm. He's wearing these headsets and screaming at a TV and doing it for hours on end. Yes. And he kept complaining <laughs> about his ear that his ear hurt. And I said, well, maybe you're playing too many of those video games. Hmm. And he's like, it's fine, it's fine. Keeps playing the video games. Has finally a doctor's appointment because his ear hurts. Mm. And he's on three different medications for you infections. Listening? You listening, Dawn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't quit playing, and he ends up in the emergency room no. having to get admitted with IVs for even more antibiotics because the infection is now spreading to his entire face. Oh, my, oh my gosh. God. From playing video games? <laughs> is it from, from playing video games. What exactly? And now, he's and now wearing he went a headset. Out really, 
expensive headphones, thinking this will be okay. And he's starting to complain about his ears again. So what is wrong with his ear in particular? Because it's... It's like, is it an um, ear infection? It basically caused like a yeast infection from wearing the mm-hmm. headset for so long and playing. I'm going to dawn up. Being games up, and getting so intense, intense and oh, he's excited the... and sweaty in his ear. Oh, wow. Oh, my Just... gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you for your bravery uh, <laughs> in throwing him under the bus. And listen, we hope that he gets well. We hope that he gets well. Yeah. Uh, but that is annoying. That's annoying. Pray, this pray is... for Paul. My husband needs prayer. Right. Oh, pray you got it. Prayers, Prayers up for Paul. <laughs> Paul, get better and stop gaming so much, I think, is the prayer. I love request. you guys. You guys are a joy to listen to. You oh. make the days go by faster. Thank you, We Mary. love you, too. Mary? Oh, Clarence? I'm an Adonna. No, you were not allowed to use my name. It feels too good. Ralph served his sentence. He paid his debt to Pop Culture Society. And we need a new name to deface. And it's Donna. No, it's not. I'm an Adonna. No. I love it. I love no. It. All right. Disallowing. Uh, Sammy. Oh, man. Sammy says, my husband has been much more interested during this quarantine in my pet chickens. He's begun to count them. That is a problem. He didn't know how many I had. Oh, is I'm this in a, trouble now? Is this Elizabeth's husband or Elizabeth? No, no. This is uh, this is Sammy. Okay. Is it Sammy though? It's yeah. It's actually Sammy. <laughs> okay. I didn't read Sammy's whole name, right. but it's uh, right. Mandy says we're asking. In what ways is your partner annoying you during the quarantine? Mandy says the way he breathes, <laughs> walks, talks. Eats oh, o- wait, and then she says, eats <laughs> OMG the way he eats. Never noticed these things until he is right in front of me, all breathing and such. Oh my God. Other people, Tiffany said he breathes. Lauren <laughs> said, existing. Oh, oh wow. Hovering um, in the kitchen. Oh my God. His stomp, his snorts, his everything, says Tracy. Oh, this is great. Uh, Colleen, not, not, not Cobra Colleen, but a different Colleen, says, I am not getting on my husband's nerves, of course. However, the clomping of his teeth when he chews his ice cream is highly aggravating. So is the loud breathing. <laughs> Who chews their ice cream? This lunatic You're does. You're supposed to, like, <laughs> num, num, num it, Colleen, right? we're with you on that one. That's weird. I hate, like, noises oh, like that. I feel bad mm. for Meredith's husband. This is sad. Meredith says... My husband is very sweet and entertaining, but he likes to talk a lot. It's truly been all the time. It's funny because I said to Don, Donna, we were talking. I know what you're going to say. About people who talk and okay. like to talk, which is great for talk radio, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Actually necessary. Mm-hmm. But I told Go Don ahead. that I said to you one day. I'll take my breastplate off, shoot the arrow. We're walking to the coffee pot, and he's just like, I don't even know what you were talking about. And I go, do you ever run out of anything to say? Like, does it ever happen? To which I probably respond, you know, it's a funny thing with the phrase running out. Yeah, what did that get developed? What's the first thing they ran out of? Could have been words. It had been materials of some sort. Rocks, I bet. Oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. You know, can, I, can I throw in a sponsor here that I forgot? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. please. The weather was brought to us by AARP Minnesota. Yes. AARP looking out for them. all of us. Give me that discount. Okay. Um, How about this one? Kristen said, my husband decided to bleach his tips. Oh, no. After growing it out. 
Throwback to the late 90s. It looks okay, but it still bugs me, and I want him to shave it. I threaten him with the dog clippers daily. Wow. I get it, Kristen. I get it. I think that looks kind of cute, actually. Uh, let's see here. She included a picture. Um, this is a tough name to say, so I'm going to say Mary. Mary says, thinking just because I work from home that I am home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'll tell you this. Um, I know because Donna's always like, oh, what is it that you're like your wife's hair is too long, Steve? You just like won't say anything bad about her. Here's a thing that Lou does that is um, uh, un- unaware of her. As I'm leaving, like I've got keys. I'm grabbing probably a protein shake for the road. You know what I mean? Bodybuilding takes place outside the gym. <laughs> and I'm, I'm moving to the car now so that I can go into work. And she will then hit me with a question that clearly needs some sort of a back and forth to process through something. There's an appointment for a child or, mm. hey, before we make that decision on. And I'm like, she, she goes into this temporary unaware space. She's generally pretty darn aware, but except for the three minutes before I leave. And then I'll just be like, honey, <laughs> if you want to pick this up, I'll be in the car. Call me. Love you. Long time. Oh, my God. Uh, she will sometimes. Other times she'll just be like, yeah, we can just talk about it later. I tell you what, I had a, I had a tough time last night. I was trying to get, um, I was on a phone call and the phone call just wouldn't wrap up. And I found that to be kind oh, of annoying. Speaking of, so I was on a... Um, no, no, no. Hang on, let me finish. There's more? Oh, my and, bad. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was a coworker who had called. And I was like, this will probably just be a couple minutes. Okay. And then the story, hang on. The story just you. kept going, and I was like, I wonder if we ever will get back to the point. And then I thought, this is probably how she feels in talking to me most days. If you guess that Donna Valentine called me last night. I did. She did. And, uh, and there were a couple points when I was like, I wonder if she knows how to get there. How to get to the end oh of this year's gosh. story. Oh, yeah. You wanted me to get to the one thing. You hit me I with just, a tease at the beginning, and yeah. then we just meandered, and, and <laughs> she kept saying, I don't want to keep you. I, I know you got to go. I don't, and that's a trap. Anytime somebody says, I don't want to keep you, unscramble that, play that record backwards, and it's, Ooh. I will keep you for as long as I need to. I had nobody to talk to. Where was your roommate, Jason? <laughs> he was in St. Cloud. At one point, my seven-year-old son just comes out. He stands next to me. He's just hugging me, and I'm like, I can't get off the phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my god! I get it. It was long, but it was nice to talk to you, Donna. We nice don't talk on talk the phone you. often. I know. It was nice. Why didn't you FaceTime her? Thanks for keeping I me company. Damn right? it. I should have. He tried to FaceTime me earlier. I could have shut that We were trying to get him down. on the phone, I noticed. Oh, yeah, that was an accidental. I'm an accidental yeah. FaceTimer. Okay. All right, so now that you've made your point, um, I was on a Zoom call on Sunday, and it was a brunch, and it was the longest Zoom call I've ever been on. Mm. It uh-huh. went over two hours. It oh, was like wow. 2.20. And I was like, all right, well, I got to get going. And everyone's like, what do you have to do? Oh, yeah, you can't say that anymore. And I'm like, I got stuff. You don't know me. Yeah. Bye. Got to prep for the show. Yes. Yeah. They're like, it's Saturday. Uh, <laughs> actually, it was Sunday. Okay. But I needed to prep for Monday. Uh, Julie says, my husband watches TV all day while I'm working in the next room. Mm. I'll oh, find something gosh. to do. Julie. Megan confesses on herself, and she says, I'm a loud talker on conference calls, and I can't help it. I know it bugs him. She's stuck. Oh, uh, Yeah. 
My boyfriend's gone on a deep cleaning spree and criticizes me if any coffee grounds spill out of the coffee filter. Mm. He also has taken to teaching me how to stack dishes after washing them. Oh, boy. The, a wife loves a good uh, mansplain on the dishes. That's really great. This reminds me of the meme that I have seen on Instagram. I've said it before, but it says, My wife and I have started playing a new game during quarantine. It's called, Why Do You Do It That Way? There Are No Winners. Yep. That's the, I saw that meme. This is our life. That right is now. funny. It's funny. Who knew a salad could be so loud, says Heidi. Oh, God. <laughs> Kathleen says he blinks too loudly. <laughs> yeah. Hovering I, in the kitchen. That's an issue. I don't like... When did everybody start hanging out in the kitchen? Well, there's a huge island in there. It's open for all of us, so you can fit the kitchen's 20 the people. Space, yeah. Oh yeah, you're. No, kidding. but even when I, I mean, why wouldn't we? When I lived in a in a townhome, I had all this nice living room furniture. It was an open space. It was like here's the little tiny, teeny kitchenette, then a dining room, then a living room. I know. Everybody insists on hanging out in the kitchen. It's, it's I know it's just the spot people want to be there no matter how big or how small that's where people are going to be I I don't remember that being a thing when I was a kid you know like when we'd go over to someone's house or we had company mm-hmm. it was yeah. a living room thing yeah you're right about that then right because that's where all the seating is that's where the couch is exactly that's uh, the deal. <laughs> You know what we should do? Move the couch into the kitchen, the island into the living room. I like it. That would be a funny projects there or whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Oh, I love to craft. Mm. Oh, my gosh. You do not. (laughs) Sorry, I was just filling time. All right. Um, Uh, Should we get any, have we gotten any interesting emails that we have missed I just read two of them. Those were the confessional ones. They've oh, all been about that, haven't oh, they? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, well, how about this? After the break, I will recap why I joined the show an hour and a half late this morning um, and where you can see what happened to my head. Okay. Okay? Okay, Steve. All right. Don't go anywhere. The big reveal next. Ah! Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Steve. You know what? We're going to wear jammies tomorrow or sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will you wear sweats tomorrow? Uh-oh. Well, if you're not going to do it, then we're not going to. No, no, no. I'm doing it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's, it does feel good. It's radio. I've never worn sweats to work or at well, yeah. leisure. Donna, Me you're, or, Don, you're always dressed up. the most put together of anyone in radio. You present like you're in management. You're in sales. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. I did that for a while. Sales. Yeah, radio sales. It's really tough, guys. It's so tough. I don't really, know how it works. I, I really hand it to them. They work so hard to get those sales. And then we screw it all up, yep. don't we? <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh. I'd love to be an agent in another life. Not, a, not Sales would be fun, but I'd love to be a talent agent. Mm. Oh, that would be so fun. I kind of wanted to do that for a while. Oh, yeah. I went on a bunch of interviews in New York for like... Club Walking. CAA and oh. uh, all those oh, you know, big ones. Oh, that's great. That's very fun. I just fun. But yet they wanted like administrative type stuff. Like you had to... How do you work your way up? So you start much. in the mail room. I know. That's actually the story of CAA... Um, Michael Ovitz, I think I, I might be butchering his last name, but that sounds um, right. he started like 
in a mailroom and then like kind of worked his way up and then created spun it into CAA the agency and isn't there a TCM too? Turner Classic Movies. <laughs> there's CAA, there's William Morris. I think it's TCM that I'm thinking of. Mm. Anyway, shout out to our sales staff and everybody in sales. Oh, we yes. love you. They're, You're they're working very so stressed hard. right now. Yeah, they this are. is a they're well, this they're up against is... their biggest challenge as as sales reps. Yes. And so we just uh send them all of our love and support and then hopefully um what's great is that I think there's a slow growing optimism that's building about I think so too. Where we're yes. going and some things are opening up and of course, normal might not be around for a while, but we're going to, we're, feels like maybe the worst is behind us, you know? I think so too. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be going to a mall anytime soon, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everybody will make their own individual choices of where do I want to go? Where do I feel comfortable? But and... I will buy things from the stores in the mall. Yes. Right. For sure. I need me some I'd like to get clothes. to a movie theater. Oh, like man. Yeah. Set up some new seating like, you know, like they were planning on doing before the uh, uh, shutdown. Set up some sort of spaced out seating. I'd love to be in a movie theater again, man. Just the magical feel of when the lights dim, when you're getting your food beforehand. It's just something. I don't know how they would do it, though, because they've taken out so many seats and replaced them with those recliners well they just wouldn't sell i mean i usually go to alamo so you pick your seat they could just you know you can't sit next to someone right yeah it's a controlled environment i don't know why they can't do that please i hate picking out my seats oh really that is the worst thing to me about what they changed in movie theaters see now i don't get this because one way or another you have to pick out your seats i'd much rather do it from the comfort of my own home looking at a computer screen as opposed to like well, that guy looks stinky, and I don't know if I want to be over there. Then you're eyeballing, and you're like, you you just feel awkward, and so you start up the staircase on the right, and then you're pot committed. You got to sit somewhere over there. But mm-hmm. I think what I don't like about it is that it's like first come, first served. Like, it's if you didn't think to go on your computer before, or you know, when you get there, it's like okay, the only place left to sit. You don't like that other people do it. So if you were in a system of oh, I have my app. And anytime I want to see a movie, I open the app, I pick my seat, bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. That would be okay if you were fluent in doing that. But the beef is that other people do it. You forget, you get there, and you're like, oh, I'm sitting in between these two. I think other people is just the key word. Well, it sucks <laughs> if you're a really, like, my my boyfriend and I are very much the same, that we'll buy tickets in advance, and we will get the best seats that we want, but then some idiot will plop down next to us. We're like, why did you pick right here? Right? Yeah. We're like, this was my dream seat, and now you're sitting, there's all these other seats, and you pick right next to me? Yeah. That's my nightmare, yeah. That's happened to me at a restaurant before. Ooh. Oh, I think no. it was a McDonald's, and I was sitting with a friend. The restaurant was pretty open. Oh, no. Was it a man? It was a woman and like two kids, oh, and they came I get and up and leave. I have, with us. I have no like, shame you? in that. I will leave. I, I will move seats in a movie theater several times. I'm like, well, wow. don't like this one really? anymore. Let's get up and move. Yeah, wow. we, we migrate. We're like, yeah, I don't want to. No. You also, Dawn, don't you have that um, that noise bothering? Misophonia. Yes. Yeah, so if sure someone's do. like crinkling something. Uh, chewing popcorn loudly makes me feel enraged. And, no. I, and I don't even hear it. I don't. Yeah, I, it's all I can hear. It's like, it's it's a real issue. It's a brain issue. 
they've actually studied the brain and determined huh. that we have different types of of brains. And I, I wish I didn't have this. The anger just builds up. You inside can't control me like it. No other, like yeah. I, it, something terrible could happen, and I don't feel the same way. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. That's that's tough. I think I believe I used to work with someone who had this same thing. I think it was Emily Engberg, former reporter for Twin oh, Cities yeah. Live. Em, if I'm speaking out of turn or, or if this is not factual, but I feel like we talked about she this. She can't hear you. She's in on the, a in the, yacht somewhere. <laughs> in the office. <laughs> not always on a yacht. She always looks like she's having the best life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's out there, man. She's traveling, living the good yeah, life. Yeah, she is. But wait, what did you say it was called? Because I feel like I heard Emily say this word. Misophonia. Misophonia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like almost out of your control. It's just yeah, this I is have wired to stifle rage. 2020 did on a special on this, and yeah. kids would scream at their parents because they couldn't stand the sound of whatever it was. Oh, no. I mean, screaming and going in their rooms, and it, you know, this is something that they have to figure out how to manage. Oh, that's brutal. I know. Noise-canceling headphones. There are some people, uh, if there's a Reddit, actually, there is a Reddit subgroup if you want to sort of get into the mind of someone with misophonia. I don't have it nearly as bad. There are just certain sounds that I can't handle, like the sound of an open mouth chewing. Oh, no. It's just really people that smack. It's really in the movie theater. It's like, because it's dark, Quiet. it doesn't really need to eat like you were born in a barn. Oh, you know what I mean? So like, if you're just at lunch with somebody and they're doing that, do you just have to like clench your fist under the table of like, get through this? I just, yeah, it's hard to ignore. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, I understand. The crunching of the popcorn, it's like... You know what the problem is, though? Sometimes, you know, when you're eating potato chips and you think it's so loud, but then other people are like, I don't even hear it. You know, that's if they have their mouth closed, it's fine. I understand people have to chew. <laughs> you know. By the way, I showed up late to the show. Thank you, ladies, for covering. Oh, uh, it'll welcome. air Friday on Friday. Live with Kelly and Ryan. Okay. Uh, awesome. A little hair experiment.